Today is March 30th, 2022. My name is Frank Kraft, and you are listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast designed to give us a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all be better prepared to receive God's Word on Sunday morning. Today's text comes from Genesis chapter 50, verses 20, verse 20. The Word of the Lord says this, As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. This week we are studying or asking the question, how can a good God allow evil in the world? And uh, this is a very deep question, but it's one that we're seeking to kind of address uh, just using specific Bible verses to help us give us a biblical theology about God's relationship or the relationship between God's sovereignty, his control over all things, and evil and suffering existing in the world. And so today we find ourselves in Genesis 50 where we're actually studying or reading Joseph's response to his brothers asking for the, Joseph's forgiveness. So if you're not familiar with uh, the story of Joseph, Joseph was the favorite of Israel's sons. Out of jealousy, Joseph's brothers sought to kill him and instead sold him to, into slavery. While in slavery, he was a faithful servant in Potiphar's household. He was then falsely accused and thrown into prison, um, potentially for, for years and almost a couple decades. He was in slavery and in prison. Uh, he was left in prison, forgotten, uh, but eventually it was brought to Pharaoh's attention that Joseph could interpret dreams and uh, Pharaoh then, uh, Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream to be a message from God about there being seven years of prosperity and then seven years of famine. And so Pharaoh exalted Joseph to be the second uh, most powerful person in Egypt and to lead Egypt to store food uh, during the seven years of plenty so that they could then have food to keep everyone alive during the seven years of famine. And that's exactly what happened. That's where Joseph himself himself said, for many people were kept alive during those seven years of famine because of Joseph, uh, his um, being able to interpret the dream and the suffering and the evil that Joseph experienced brought about the good of many people being kept alive in the nation of Egypt and the surrounding nations, most likely. And so, How is it that uh, we then can understand the relationship of God and evil and suffering through the story of Joseph? Well, it's actually in these two phrases that we see here uh, that Joseph testifies to his brothers. He says, but as for you... You meant evil against me, okay? Right away, we're introduced to a couple of things. So first, there is an entity, there's a person, there's a being, mainly Jesus, uh, Joseph's brothers. They have a will and they have an ability to act and to do things. That will has been corrupted by sin. And because of sin, they're able to do evil and harm and produce, by the result of their choices and their actions, they're able to produce suffering in the world, right? And he says, you do this for the sake of evil. So there's one being, there's one entity that is able to uh, make choices and to do things that result in evil and suffering. And he says, and you meant this for evil. And then he says, but God meant it for good. Now, the cool thing is this is the introduction to a superior being, God, who somehow has power. And this is kind of where we get this idea of sovereignty or providence. It's God has the power and the ability because God is everywhere at all times, right? He's all-knowing. He's also all-powerful. And because God is all of these things, he is able to actually interfere and interject 
into human nature and human history so much so uh, that even those things which people are intending to directly, uh, re- you know, fight against God or to rebel against God, God is so awesome and so powerful and so glorious. He's actually able to graciously use these evil things that would be considered to be against God. God is able to use them even more so for his purposes. Because that's how powerful God is. And you see this again very clearly in Joseph's wording here. He says, what you meant uh, for evil against me, God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive. So Joseph is clearly articulating to his brothers and then to us today that good biblical theology is to understand that there are beings out there who are just committing evil, who are who are committing evil and seeking to just produce evil and suffering in the world. So we're not, we don't, we recognize evil and suffering. We're not Buddhists. We don't seek to separate ourselves or to forget about it or to ignore that it's there, we recognize that it's there and it's because there's sin in the world and there's people made in the image of God who have embraced sin and who are seeking to not only, uh, you know, be sinful, but then cause sin and suffering in others, right? But there is also this other being, this God who's actually sovereign over everything and control and, and, and over and exalted above everything, who is so powerful that he's actually able to use these things that people intend for evil for good. And we see this perfected in Jesus. We see people sought to kill and punish and, 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 and brutally assault the Son of God, the perfect Messiah, the, the perfect prophet of God who came to reveal God and, uh, and, and his glory and his truth and to teach us about who God is. We see that they sought to kill him and destroy him and silence him. And God used the evil intentions of the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the leaders uh, in Jerusalem at that time. They intended evil against Jesus, but God used their evil intent to kill Jesus to actually bring about the perfect revelation of God's love to mankind that even while we were yet sinners, God still loved us and Christ died for us, right? So Christ died as a result of the evil intent of the the, the leaders of the, the Jewish people at the time, but God then resurrected Jesus from the dead proving that that had been his plan for for this whole time that Jesus would be the perfect fulfillment of all the law of all the prophets that that Jesus would be the perfect fulfillment of all the covenants that God has made with mankind and that he would raise from the dead to prove two things that one that he has power over death and the grave and that God is sovereign and that we can trust what Jesus said because Jesus himself said hey you're going to kill me but 3 days later I'm going to rise again and so we see the perfect fulfillment of this idea of there being evil there is evil, but that God can is so powerful, he can even use evil to bring about ultimate good that's fulfilled perfectly in Jesus. But we also see this in dozens and dozens of other stories in the Bible. One of my favorite <laughs> is a crazy one about Judah and his step, uh, his, his daughter-in-law uh, that's named uh, Torah, I believe. And uh, if you don't, if you don't know the story, I'm not even going to go into it for the sake of time. Just look up the story of Judah and uh, Tamar. Um, and you will be uh, impressed by uh, how God is so sovereign because Tamar is the great, 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 great grandmother 
of Jesus. And so just go, it's in Genesis 35. And so remember, brothers and sisters in Christ, God, uh, there is evil and suffering in the world and it is horrible. And we should recognize the reality of it. And we should recognize that it's not a part of God's original design, but also recognize that God is so good. And God is so powerful and God is so awesome that he in his sovereignty is actually able to take people and to take things that are intended for evil and intended to spit in the face of God and continue to make a mockery of God. And he is actually able to ultimately bring them about to have this beautiful overarching story of the goodness of God and the power and the majesty and the grace of God that is ultimately fulfilled in Jesus for what they mean for evil God means for good and that God has a truly does have a purpose in everything that happens in this world, even if it's just to teach us to rely on him more and recognize his goodness, even in the midst of suffering. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time on Simple Rhythms.